Hello, welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Destin Diodato. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. And uh, we've been talking about nuclear annihilation uh, at the top of the show for a while. Sure. Uh, this week was the closest we've come. Uh, the, the alarms Ooh. were actually sounded for it. I, I, I mean, I gotta be honest, I, Saturday was not a good look for me. Yeah, no, it was not a great day. I did not, I did not equip myself with a great deal of bravery. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It took 38 minutes for people to find out that they were not going to die uh, via a ballistic missile. It took three minutes to find out that people were not going to die from a ballistic missile, and then 35 additional minutes to tell them. I, um... I found out, so I found out in the aftermath, but I found out in, I don't, I guess I opened Twitter to like a few minutes back. Yeah. So I kind of found out when, like, in when immediate, Hawaii was finding immediate, out? In medias res, you know, yeah. like, and like, I just saw a bunch of people hosting, huh, uh oh. And like, then you do the thing on Twitter, you do like, where like suddenly everybody's using a, like the hashtag hashtag fish sandwich and you're like what happened you know yeah. like or hashtag Donald Penn nose and you're like did the president stick a pen in his nose yeah. what is this and this was uh, did he try and sign something with his nose what, what was the hashtag there was no hashtag in this case okay. it was just a bunch of people going oh no <laughs> yeah oh god Hawaii oh no so like I'm like scrolling through the timeline being like what happened what happened it becomes clear what happened, and then it became clear, like, okay, false alarm. And when it became clear it was a false alarm, then everybody started going, well, uh, it's a good thing he was golfing. And then I had a panic attack because <laughs> I realized how how well, bad this could have gone. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, the, this one news reporter kept talking about uh, somebody that he had spoken to where the, where the dad was like at home or whatever, and both yeah. of the kids were in school and in different schools. Uh-huh. And he had to decide like which school, which place he was going to go to spend the last moments yeah. with his child. And like he picked somebody. Yeah. And they have that now. That's like a thing that That's they know. That they're going to live with for the rest yeah. of their lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he should never have told somebody that story. Just tell the kid who's who you went to go see, uh, we die with this secret. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I have a couple friends who are in who who live on Hawaii, and mm. one of them emailed me. He was like, "Man, you get real serene, yeah, when you think there is nothing I can do." Yeah, one of the one of the people pointed out, and I think this was an intelligent observation that like um, society did not fully break down. That's true. Like nobody died, was trampled, or whatever. Like that thing that we think is going to happen. And it may happen sure. in a less chill place sure, than sure, Hawaii, sure. but like uh Yeah, I mean like what would happen in New York if like all the air raid sirens went off? Right. There'd be there's a lot more people for there to be a lot more chaos because in Hawaii there's a lot of spaces lot of where nobody space. is. Um yeah, I I do I wonder about that. I I commend Hawaii for not falling apart. I also am a little like, hey guys, the pitch to orgy timeline there yeah pretty fast right <laughs> like like i'm just saying if i think a, 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 a thing's gonna fall on all of us i might be like hey guys 
worst case scenario, next five minutes are super awkward. You want to do this? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it depends on where you're at. I guess so. Uh, hopefully, you're in a in a in a scenario where that's like yeah. a thing that you want to do because yeah. you could equally be in a scenario where you're like, no, if I only have five minutes, I'm not having sex with these people. That's true. That's true. That's why I only go to spaces with people I want to have sex with. Yep, Dustin. <laughs> Work that one through, because this podcast is happening. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This will be our last episode. So, uh, Aww. no, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered. You're very comfortable. Yeah. You're super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Want to get more comfortable? No. Okay. No. You let me know. I'm going to make no more eye contact with you ever. Okay, that's fair. Uh, all right, let's get into the tweets. All right, cool. Done. Stop sexually harassing my co-host. And and I think we should apologize because supposedly the fake news awards are happening like any minute. As we are on the air right now, the fake news awards are theoretically in progress, and I'm sure uh, Stephen Baldwin is handing a fakey to Jake Tapper right now. But yeah. we we can't tell you about it, so uh, we're not covering it. And uh, we're not going to be here for two weeks, but we but we'll cover it in yeah. in three weeks. And uh, you know, I've got my texts and DMs are open, so if we win a fakey, do let me know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, we're nominated for four. Don't worry. Okay, cool. But are, what are they actually going to happen? Or is I don't know. We'll find out. Crazy thing he did. I don't know. We'll find out. It'd be which is crazier? They happen or they don't happen. I don't know. Right? Right. Because, like, lying about doing the fake news awards. He gave us a date and a time, and then he revised the date and time. Potentially twice. Potentially twice. Right. And if, on the other hand, they're the fake news awards and he's the president. Yeah. So either way, he sort of painted himself into a really crazy corner. Yeah. It, I, I'll do, like, a Twitter poll for my, you know... 11 followers okay. tomorrow to see what, what they think about it, if if he misses the awards. Okay, cool. Uh, so let's get into... Uh, let's get into some crazy Trump yeah. tweets for this week. The week of January 17th. Although you should probably do it. You have more followers. Uh, my, we'll deal with that I don't have... But I don't do polls. Yeah. You wouldn't know how to poll. That's true. Anyway, let's... Yeah, right. crazy Trump tweet. Number one in no particular order. <clears throat> The Democrats seem intent on having people and drugs pour into our country from the southern border, risking thousands of lives in the process. It is my duty to protect the lives and safety of all Americans. We must build a great wall, think merit, and end lottery and chain. USA! Um, you want to go? Uh, well... Did it seems like no? He does not know that Great Wall is taken. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. That you're not allowed to name something Great Wall. He put it in caps. He put it in capital G and he gave it a capital W. Like I'm just saying, it does not seem like he's aware that he's following China on this. Yeah, by about a thousand years. Um, This is not exactly the equivalent, but I remember. Uh, in college, going up to Niagara Falls. And every year in Niagara Falls, they have an event that they call the Festival of Lights. Okay. To celebrate Christmas. Right. <laughs> and I wanted to be like, hey, do you as a city not know that Hanukkah is the Festival of Lights? Apparently not. 
Like, did Apparently you did, not. Has no Jewish person come up here and oh, informed no, you we, of that information? Not, we ain't going there. It's cold. That's true. It's super. I mean, like, I, 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 Jews don't like waterfalls. That's not true. My dad loves waterfalls. <laughs> I am sick of that stereotype. <laughs> I am sick. The number of times in any day that I hear somebody say that Jews don't like waterfalls, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. My dad fucking loves waterfalls is the thing. Yeah. Like, we would go on these fucking forced march con- marches across the country in the back of his fucking, like, four-door Chevy Cutlass whatever <laughs> bullshit vehicle he had at the time. And, like, any opportunity to pull over and see a fucking waterfall, my dad was <laughs> like, we're going to go to the waterfall. And we Now walk- it's going to be the opposite stereotype. It's like... Fucking Jews love waterfalls. Everybody knows. Jews are cuckoo for waterfalls. (laughs) Please take that and run with it, racists. Yeah. Just know that if there's any sort of Jews love waterfalls or Jews hate waterfalls, it originated here. Yes. Um, And we don't agree with either. We uh, Some Jews are uh, lukewarm on them, I'm sure. Some some don't like them very much. And then there's my dad. Mm -hmm. The... Jewiest, loviest of waterfallsiest. Um, getting back to the tweet for a moment. Yes. Um, Please. It, it's a like, uh, it's a classic thing that he does and a manipulation tactic of like a false comparison that like because um, uh, because Democrats don't want to fund a wall, they must want drugs in this country very badly. Yeah. Um, as opposed to maybe they have a different way. Of solving that problem. Yeah. Um, for example, I don't think that most of the OD deaths in the country th- these days are happening because of drugs that pour across the southern border. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the opiate ep- epidemic. Right. And as a person who is responsible for the lives of all Americans, right. he clearly must be doing something about that. Yeah. Didn't he just recently give it to like a 27-year-old kid or something? Yes. Yeah. Uh, who worked for the farm? Uh, well, no, there's the, um, yeah, there's 27 year old kid, but then also the person from Health and Human Services that they want right. to hire to deal with it well, worked for a pharmacy company. And al- uh, also, there's the head of his opioid task force, mm-hmm. um, uh, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. 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 Her. She's out out there she, talking I about mean, all the stuff that they're I, doing. All I see of her is her talking about opioids yep. and not her every so often getting trotted out. To ghoulishly skeletonize <laughs> her way through an interview with somebody hostile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. Yeah. These people are our worst people. Mm-hmm. And we have given them virtually unchecked power. Yep. Cool. Uh, just as a, for, a warning, even though we're already 11 minutes into this episode, yeah. uh, this one might be dark. Uh, yeah, we're both in a bad mood, aren't we? I wouldn't say bad mood. I would say... Um, Feeling beaten down. You know, there were days we knew going into this thing, there were going to be days where we had victories and there were going to be days where we had some defeats. Um, it feels like the defeats are piling up or even just the grind of the battle. Yeah. For me, it's not that we've had any major losses recently, like the tax bill. Okay. That was about a month ago, a little longer. Um, the Mueller investigation has yielded neither hits nor misses recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly just like the sense, I guess, it, because it's the new year, 
mm-hmm. and time is meaningless now. That just the sense that this is this is you ever uh, you see you ever see that viral video uh, David after the dentist? Yeah, is this like, real life? Is this life? <laughs> is this life now? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I mean we'll talk about it a little bit later, but like one of the candidates is being or like one of like when you look at like people who could potentially be president or in this case the actual president um, is being is being supported by like the Christian right yeah by evangelicals right by people who are saying like God sent him down right and it's like okay but but he fucked a porn star he fucked several porn stars yeah for a year yeah after his wife had given birth, so he was married, yeah. um, and then paid her hush money not to say anything yeah. about it. Well, I mean, look, how does that? How Don- where Jesus in that? Donald was a young man of sixty. <laughs> yeah, how you was know? he supposed to know you don't do that? He's, uh, like his moral compass was not fully developed. He's gone on a long journey. Since yeah, because I feel like I just think I feel like if you are a Christian conservative, mm-hmm. um. Who cares about family values? Uh, banging a porn star while your wife is home taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. It checks all the boxes, I think, in terms of like no's. Right. Which should mean that you and I should be like, hey, great. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. But it turns out, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying that, but. I'm all right with it. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm all right with the consensual act. I'm much more troubled with the with the fact that he's um uh had non-consensual relations with like 13 women. Oh no, I I agree about. with that. And at the end of the day, bang all the porn stars you want. Uh, I prefer yes. you not do it out of wedlock. I mean, I'm not saying marry think, the porn star and have think, sex with her. Do you think I'm Ma- but do you think Melania Trump being the third wife of Donald Trump didn't know what she was getting into? I think she. I'm not saying she didn't know what she was getting to. I'm saying I don't have respect for it. Okay. Like, like if you are married, yeah, and you just had a kid. The kid's like four months old. Sure. And you are inviting porn star, multiple porn stars, to your just, hotel room to have sex with them. That's people. not great morally. I don't. I, it doesn't matter whether they're porn stars or not. I'm I'm referencing them as porn stars, but regardless, you shouldn't be inviting multiple ladies in general uh, unless you have. Well, you have established that as your relationship. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know what they have established as a relationship. That's true. It, it is like, possible that they um, have an open yeah. thing, in which case, by all means, go get them. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I think that were it to be reported that he had an open relationship, mm-hmm. he would likely be like, no, I don't. I'm faithful to my wife. And that's the hypocrisy. And the hypocrisy as well of like the values voters who are like, yeah, oh, Donald Trump, he's a great, he's a great Christian man. That's my values voters' voice. Yeah, Do you like I, it? I, I want to leak. I like you, Donald yeah. Trump, I, values voters. I, I want, like, Jesus is my co pilot. <laughs> um, I want, like, Obama to record a thing saying, like, like, that he's setting up America by saying yeah. he had sex with two porn stars out yeah. of wedlock just to see how America, like, responds I mean, to it, you know? Yeah, like, uh, there's the obvious, like, if this had been Obama, it would have ended everything, obviously. Right. Like, um, if it had been anyone ever in the history of ever. I think Bubba could have gotten away with it. 
I mean, he was like two votes shy of getting kicked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like Bush won. If if it had come out about Reagan, oh man, people would have been like, yeah, Ronnie. Yeah. All right, let's move on because right, we're on. we're we're only one fucking tweet in. No. Senator Dickie Durbin totally misrepresented what was said at the DACA meeting. Dems can't get made made when there is no trust. Deals can't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Deals can't get made when there is no trust. Durbin blew DACA and is hurting our military. <laughs> okay, couple Durbin of things. Durbin blew DACA. Yeah, couple of things. Somebody needs to ask him what DACA is. Agreed. Um, two things though. Um, President of the United States is giving the nickname of Dicky. Dicky Durbin. Yeah. Um, which is upsetting on its face value. Yeah, it's not um, his best work, though. Uh, I've said this and, and that's the second part, is that um, I feel like you could have gone with Dicky Blue Daka. Dicky Blue Daka. That's yeah. true. He could have. He went with Durbin Blue Daka, but like. You already got. You already, you already put, got the blue. Yeah, you're putting Dicky in there. Like, yeah, you're, you're making us do your work for you here, Pat. right? Like, if you have the word blue in your tweet, right? And you have the word Dick in your tweet, put them together. Yeah, yeah. you know, for comedic purposes, it's only right. I mean, something else we're going to get into here, but like, missing stuff like that is a sign. You know, if yeah. You, if you aren't, if you are not making connections, like. Who that, knows? That's a sign that the connections internally aren't being made. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's right there. It's right there. You got to take it if it's right there. Grab that low-hanging fruit, Donald. Yeah. Um, I mean... Grab it like a crotch. <laughs> uh, everybody keeps referencing, too, like the fact that... Uh, he's saying, like, misrepresented or saying, like, I didn't say those exact words. Like, yeah, but the sentiment was there. And it's the sentiment that's not... That's the problem, not the words. Yeah. I don't care if you said shithole in a meeting. Uh, yeah, no, shithole's not the problem. It's the fact that he thinks that Africa is a monolith. Yeah. It's the fact that he thinks that the, the, the many and varied nations of Africa are all shitholes. It's, it's the fact that he thinks he's clearly a white supremacist. I'm sorry. Like, there's yeah. just no way around this. It's the, fact, sorry, that, <laughs> it's the fact that he, like... Uh, it came around around the holidays that he said everybody from Haiti has AIDS. Like, and then he doesn't. Nobody has disputed the fact that when he was presented with the fact that we let people into the country from Haiti due to hardship on hardship visas, visas he said take them out, mm -hmm. and that is because they're Haitian. Mm -hmm. And if that's the reason, that's bigoted. That's yeah. fucking fucked up. That's completely fucking insane and fucked up, and the president's a crazy fucked up man. Mm -hmm. So I don't care what fucking words he said to uh, to uh, uh, communicate his crazy, sad, fucked upness. Uh, I just got so tired. Uh, all right, let's go on to three then. All right. President John Donald J. Trump proclaims January 16th, 2018 as Religious Freedom Day. Um, now, this doesn't translate very well into in a recorded digital audio medium. Mm. Uh, but the image that they used with that, which they don't use on the website, but they only use in Twitter, yeah. um, has that like Religious Freedom Day with a giant cross yeah, there's in the a, middle. There's a flag... And it's one of those like flags that you can see through yeah. a little bit, like you know, 
Lady Liberty's teasing you a little bit. You sort of <laughs> see through Lady Liberty and behind Lady Liberty. Is Wait, where can you see through the Statue of Liberty anywhere? Because that you may have powers. No, I mean, if that's the case, I, I can see through. I can see the bronze. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should <laughs> or copper, whatever the thing is made of. Yeah, I, I was going to say you should use that skill, but Nobody, I don't. This, I can look pre nineteen eighty two pennies. I can see through. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, I don't if, know. If if I were if there were like a television show about me being a superhero, it'd be every, boring as fuck. Everybody would be hiding behind stacks of like 1970s era pennies. Yeah, basically. it'd be that old, like old 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 uh, uh, pipes. Yeah, it'd be the way that like flipper show used to work, where there was like a dolphin, and for some reason everything happened right yeah. by the water. Um, so anyway. Um, so he felt the need to declare a religious freedom day. They're getting away, it, night boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's always an inlet or a fjord. <laughs> good, good reference. Thank you. Um, uh, there's a cross uh, in the image. And then if you actually click in to read the executive order, it gets pretty much all into that, like, you know, we've all agreed that everybody can exercise their religion in whatever way that they want. But don't forget that sometimes people are forced to uh, like do things that go against their religious belief, and religious belief that people shouldn't have to choose between their religious belief and the law. It's like yes, you should because the law is more important than your religious belief because one of them is fact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, this was basically a like, here you go, crazy nut jobs. I'm the only person who's willing to do this because because I'm also a crazy nut job. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure other presidents have had like religious freedom day or whatever, but like. Um, he is problematic in his uh, messaging on all of this, and he very clearly means religious freedom for uh, Christians. Not, yeah. To not um, bake cakes for gay people. Yeah. To berate uh, non-Christians. Yeah. Yeah. So that's super fun. It's mm-hmm. fun all the time. Um, Just to be clear, though, if I were in that situation. Um, I were a gay person, yeah, and I went to a baker, and they did not make my cake, yeah, uh, and like I was the only one that went in. I would definitely send my fiance, yeah, to get a cake, to get the exact same cake for something else, okay, like for the wedding, yeah, and then send that picture to that person, yeah, of us eating the cake, going, you had no fucking way to stop us, yeah. fuck you, yeah, yeah, you're dumb and and bigoted, and I hate you, um. I, and now you're going to hell. I would uh, come back wearing like a fake, like a costume, you mm-hmm. know, like a like a disguise. Yeah. And be like, hey, do you have some samples? Can I can I look at them? Mm-hmm. And then they would take the cake out, and then I would have sex with the cake. That's in okay. In front of them. Okay. I would be like, I'm not gay. I fuck cakes, and you just got cake fucked. <laughs> And then my and then like then you'd go to jail because then, that then, that then is then illegal. My MTV show Cake Fucker. Yeah, <laughs> would begin. Uh, there was a website called CakeFarts.com. Don't look at it. No, don't. 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 We do not condone that. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's our crazy Trump tweets for the day. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into uh, this week in smoke because we're already like twenty three minutes in. Um, loose episode, guys. Loose. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is all about banning this week. Uh, all about that ban. <laughs> about uh, that ban, uh, Steve Bannon. Yeah, I'm all about that I like to know that you put in like uh, Bannon got all the subpoenas. <laughs> he got like they ran out of subpoenas this week. They kept subpo- 
the House Intel served him with two separate subpoenas while he was t- testifying. Right, and that was like that's what was so disappointing because he was in there for ten hours. Yeah. So, like the only thing that leaked before the ten hour mark was he was like, "Hey, I can't talk about that without a subpoena," and they were like, "Okay, boom." Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. So they give him two subpoenas in the room. Meanwhile, last week. It comes out. Big Bob Mueller gave him a subpoena. Was like, "You're going to be talking to my uh, grand jury." Um, yeah. uh, while he was testifying before Hipsy, uh, Bannon apparently uh, his attorney in real time relayed questions that he was receiving to the White House. Seems um, already bad. Yeah, it seems it- like if it's closed testimony, the White House doesn't get to like chime in. Under under uh, any circumstance, but yeah. like, I, I saw something saying that like it may not have been the questions, but just the topics. But like whatever, even same so, same like same extent. It's like, hey, here's what they're going to be asking you about at some point. Um, it's fucked up. But I it, mean, he could he could walk out and do that anyway. Sure. Um, they it, it's true. It's not classified. So they 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 relay the questions in real time. He. Um, uh, then refuses, uh, based on the, off of the White House counsel being like, nope, don't talk about anything uh, related to the transition or your time in the White House. To which, like the members of the House are like, but we have questions about that. Yeah. And the White House and Ben Banner are like, tough tits. Um, meanwhile, Bob Mueller's like, well, you're going to come talk to me and my grand jury. And Bannon's like, what if instead I just come to you? And Mueller's like, oh, fine, fuck you, you fat sack of crap. Um, that's the. I'm still, I'm still excited about the possibility of that happening. Yeah, I mean, either way, I, I just want to put it out there that Steve Bannon was one of the most highly placed people in the Trump administration. Oh yeah, ran his campaign. Uh, from August until he successfully won the presidency, mm-hmm. ran his White House very successfully for what the first eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, begged like a dog. Yeah, uh, when he was fired, uh, which is very sad. Um, and um, uh, this is all very normal. This mm-hmm. is all super incredibly normal. This is the type of normal stuff that happens in any normal administration. Right. Where you are served in the space of like two days with three subpoenas mm-hmm. for being involved with Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, you had to know when he's like, "Look, this is probably going to end with money laundering." That somebody was going to be like, "Tell me more." Yeah, right. <laughs> I would like to hear. Why do you believe that? Why do you think that um, all those people at that meeting went upstairs and talked to? Donald Trump Sr. After, yeah. Afterwards. Did you, do you have any knowledge of that? Yeah. Here's, here's what I wonder, and this may not have happened because it's an unconventional, uh, he was an unconventional candidate. Yeah. But generally, like, if you're, you know, if it were Obama, uh, the first thing that the folks on his campaign would do, and probably, like, the DNC as a whole would be like, okay, um, tell me everything. Yeah. Like, I want to know... If you wrote a nasty comment on somebody's Facebook page, I want to know, like, sure. you know, uh, whatever. Um, like, I wonder if Bannon, if he and Bannon ever had that conversation. Right. 
you know, because Bannon came in basically right after the nomination was locked up. Right. So logically, he would go like, okay, I got to I gotta know everything that's coming down the line so that mm-hmm. I know how I'm going to deal with it. Right. Which if that's the case, like, depending on how truthful Trump was and, and all that, like, he could have a just, just so many good things. Like, well, it's also like the the information security and like the best practices of the Trump administration, the Trump campaign, were non-existent. So, yeah. like, if they didn't do that, I'm sure Bannon would still be pretty well aware of everything that happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, like it's not like they were keeping good secrets from each other. Um, and and it just means that like they are getting closer to the center of the target. You yeah. Know? Uh, there there are not that many people. That we are aware of. Has he interviewed Kushner at this point? He has not. Don't um, the committees have. It, it's we don't know whether or not we don't know who he's like. Yeah. Interviewed, but um, the committees have yeah. have spoken to Kushner. I want them all to go to jail so much. Um, but I mean, presumably, you would think that like, um, he is narrowing down the target yeah. to some degree. I mean. It raises a bunch of interesting questions if you step back from it, right? Like, what could they have done during the campaign? Obviously, Donald Trump committed a lot of crimes. And this is one of my things with um, Pripahara has a new podcast. And, mm-hmm. like, people talk about, like, you know, the New York Justice Department in these long yeah. terms. And I'm a little like... Y'all let him off the hook for years, and he was he was a known criminal, right? Uh, you, none of you did anything, and now he's president criminal. Yeah, you could have done the money laundering thing, whatever the fuck you yeah. felt like it. But like he was a fun little laughy lark to have around, and yeah, um, um he went on Letterman and let, Jimmy and he was funding politicians. Yeah, yeah, left and right. Um, so, but it does raise the question, like. On the uh, uh, on the campaign trail, what could he have done that'd be so bad? Obviously, they think of something terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Donald Trump and and his people think something terrible because they're so interested in obstructing justice mm-hmm. here. But what could he have done that was so bad? Like, even if even if it was like, if there were emails between him and Vladimir Putin being like, we do a collude now? <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people would would just be like, that's what you do. You do collude to win. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I, I think what will, will motivate people is if, um, I think there's a difference between saying like, we collude now, mm-hmm. um, and just a crap load of money coming into his, like... Sure. You know, like, if they look at it and they go, like, okay, basically, like, half of his wealth has come from... From Russia. From Russia. Um, they could crush him at any time. Basically, that puts him in a situation where he is not fighting on even ground the right. way any other president Well, would. and, like, yes, his his compromise position vis-a-vis Russia is, is inherently troubling. Um, and would definitely be something you'd want to investigate. I got to figure other presidents have been compromised in one way or another. 
No, not to that. Not to that. I, I, I mean, none but of them, now none them the, had that wealth. But now, but now he's the president, and he's incredibly wealthy. So does he need Russia? Yeah. Why? Because they still own all of his stuff. All right, he can sell it. He's the president. But, I mean, I think that's, like, I think that's the point of it, though, like... I mean, I guess in theory, in theory, you're right. But then the other side of it is like, okay, your country believes that we did this. Right. Um, we did this. Right. Um, we keep paperwork. Sure. Uh, so we will just rat your ass out. Right. Uh, provide everything that we need to provide to all the right people. We'll incriminate ourselves in it. Right. Obviously, but... But they expect it from us. Yeah. Yeah, but he, uh, here's my other question about that is, like... Um, I mean, say say Russia d- dimed on Trump, you know? Yeah. Like, say they drop the P-tape, say they drop anything. Mm-hmm. Like, what, uh, what does that ultimately gain them? And why isn't Russia acting on this in any appreciable way? Uh, because I think they pro- my gut would be that they probably still believe that they have enough ways to benefit from it yeah. that there's no, you know, like the backlash will be hard. Right. Like presumably whoever were to come in, let's say it's Pence, mm-hmm. um, although I have my doubts there, but let's just say it's Pence. Sure. Um, he just by sheer like uh, optics mm-hmm. has to like slam the door on Russia for at least the next three years, sanction the fuck out of him. Right. Like, go to the UN and, you know. Sure. And all that. Like, he's got to make a, you know, um, make, think- you know, make an example out of them. So I think that they want to get as much out of this as they can and, and hope to ultimately get away with it until he turns. Yeah. I mean, did we ever, did it ever become clear if he actually signed the sanctions bill? He signed the sanctions bill, but the, um, the Shankins bill requires um, the State Department to determine who is to be sanctioned because they don't sanction Russia. Right. They sanction very specific right. people. Um, and the, uh, the State Department said, oh, yeah, um, we would normally give that to the department that deals with sanctions. We dissolve that department. Right. So it's probably going to take us a little bit longer because we didn't think we were going to need it, even though we knew we were going to need it. Um, so we're we're working on it, right? Yeah, I mean, it. it uh, Putin is also just interested in the massing of massive amounts of wealth. So mm-hmm. if it's, I mean, it's perfectly possible that he's just doing that on the DL right now. Yeah, I mean, that's all, assuming he wins the election too, though. Oh yeah, that's true. He's like, uh, what a fucking, what a fucking world. Yeah, um, uh, we should probably move on. Speaking of specific men. Um, well, I mean, uh, we have our weekly segment this week in Statistically Speaking, All Men. Yep. And, um, you know, you got your Jim Francos, you got your Al Baldwins, you mm-hmm. got your Larry Nassars um, coming out. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't recognize the name, the Larry. Yeah, Larry uh, Nassar is uh, the... Uh, uh, Gymnastics doctor for the um, women's gymnastics team. Yeah, and w- once I saw that that's who he was, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I did hear something about the fact that like, 
I think he did, you know, he did something a little weird with like a couple of the yeah, 150 of them. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I was like, what? Yeah, 150 <laughs> uh, different women have come out of and accused him of doing various awful things to them while he was examining them. Mm-hmm. As some of them were as young as 13, and it's women like Simone Biles and uh, you know other women on the gymnastics team who have been uh, among the highest profile accusers. Um, so that's that's super gross. Yeah, I mean, and just a mind-boggling number. It's a mind-boggling. Well, it's not as it's not as bad as uh, what's his name Toback. He's up to yeah. three hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, that's why his movies are terrible because mm. he's not busy not making them. But here, here's the difference in my mind. They're both awful. Yeah. Like completely. Yeah, yeah. No. Completely awful. Um, Different flavors of awful. Yeah. Um, when you're making movies, yeah. a lot of people come through the door. Sure, sure. You know, and it's an easy opportunity for people to go like, hey, you want to be in my movie? Yeah, you yeah. know, let me touch something. Um, <laughs> not as many gymnasts come through the door. Yeah. Because there's, you know, there's a cap on that top, like, well, like 0.1% he, of was, gymnasts. And he was a physician, right? Yeah. Um, so he was working for the team, but he was also, I think, in private practice and whatever. Um, I, I assume in sports medicine. Um, both my parents are were physicians. Yeah. And I think over their careers, they may have had 150 patients. Maybe. Right. That's what, that's like, like how that means you guy, molested all of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, I mean, wow, what? Yep. What dedication to his craft. Um, speaking of dedicated to their craft, there's Aziz Ansari. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It's definitely gotten the most discussion of all of them. It's been the most, it's, the, uh, this is the week, this is the week of Aziz takes. Um, yeah. I I've been in a room with Aziz. I've, mm-hmm. I I don't too. think I've ever had much in the way of conversation with him, but both Dustin and I run in yeah. comedian circles in New York. So when he was coming up, uh he was certainly around. Um my impression of Aziz uh, I, uh, was always that he was a very hard worker. Mm-hmm. And um very dedicated you know how uh if you are a very good ceo of a banking company you probably know numbers pretty good yeah that for comedy okay so like he's he's a very talented comedian but a better ceo of his own brand Mm mm-hmm um, he, he was just very dedicated to, lad- to to moving his way up the ladder. And if you and if you like watched Human Giant, for example, early on, that was his like sketch show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very clear that he was like using that to connect up. And then um, if you watch uh, Parks and Rec, um, uh, he's not really in the last season of Parks and Rec because he was leveling up right he and knew he knew where the ship was headed and yeah like, and he didn't stay with it in any sort of out of any sense of loyalty or whatever which is fine yeah um and this isn't to say like i have any specific insider knowledge about aziz's behavior or anything like that 
uh, I always just found him a sort of interesting figure because he's one of the, like the most business oriented people I could have yeah I could have encountered. Um, it, but in terms of like the takes, in terms of the uh, Azizness of Aziz or whatever, um, a lot of people spend a lot of time focusing on the fact at least in media Twitter mm. and in media take Twitter uh, on the fact that uh, the article was not especially well written mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the writer of said article went to the victim as opposed to um, the victim going to the writer. And then mm -hmm. it seemed like babe.net was very interested in like using um, the, the, the eyeballs and the clicks to level up their platform. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It seems like Aziz was a scummy guy in at least this setting. <laughs> like, yeah. It, can't it just be that fucking simple? Like, nobody is denying that th this woman Grace's story was the case. Um, uh, when we get to the Stormy Daniels stuff, like uh, Weisberg at Slate went to Stormy Daniels. He didn't wait for her to come to him. Yeah. Uh, that's called taking a tip. You know? Right. Yeah, you hear a rumor, you go like, hey, I heard this thing. Is that true? Yeah, you follow it. Um, all right, let, let's let's keep moving. I'm sorry, just because no, we're... Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, not, so I'm not saying anything of particular value <laughs> here, but it, I, it, the thing with disease uh, ultimately is like, stuff exists on a spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. And there's like the Harvey Weinsteins and the Larry Nassers, and then there's um, the patriarchy yeah. <laughs> and rape culture. And that's at the other end of the spectrum, but it's still bad mm -hmm. and uh, needs to be something that we all like take some time with. Yeah. Word. All right. So this week in How Insane is Trump, mm -hmm. as we said. He would tell you he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would tell us um, his uh, physician said he's fine. Mm -hmm. And his physician uh, did say he's fine. The White House physician, who is also Obama's White House physician, mm -hmm. um, highly respected physician, uh, stood up for an hour and a half in front of the press corps, just taking question after question, grinding his way through it, because that's what Donald Trump told him to do. Yep. Donald Trump doesn't go before the press corps like that at all. No. Um, sent his doctor to do it. And... Uh, by and large, for a man his age, he seems to be in good health. There were a couple things that were a little troubling. Mm -hmm. For one, they seemed to fudge his height weight a little bit. Yes, they said he was 6'3", yeah. 239. One uh, pound short of being obese. And also, if you look at pictures of him standing next to Obama, who is 6'1", they are exactly the same height. Yeah. Um, now... Whether or not the president is actually obese or overweight is not mm. particularly relevant, except that he seems to desperately want us to not think that he is. Yeah, which is why I very much appreciate what's being called the girther movement, <laughs> where they're saying that he is lying about his weight. Yes. Because <laughs> fuck you. Um, yeah, and the thing, the thing is, like, uh, as somebody who's struggled his, with his own weight his entire life, like... I don't want people to be making fun of Donald Trump because he's overweight, but I want Donald Trump to not be hiding that in shame either because both are uh, negative. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, I, and I think uh, I think it was our mutual friend Morgan mm-hmm. who had pointed out uh, was like, look, it's whether he's two thirty nine or whether or not he's six one or six three isn't important. It's a question of if you are lying about that information in his physical. Yeah. What else are you lying about in his physical? Right. And that's sort of information that we need to know. Now, the opposite side of that is why the fuck would Obama's doctor lie about that information? Why is, I mean, not because he wasn't Obama's doctor, but like right. the same the White guy. House physician. Right. He didn't bring in some crazy person and say, look, I'll give you a million dollars to just right. say that I'm cool. Because um, he also did point out that he's using, you know, uh, stuff for baldness. They did point out that he's using all sorts of like uh, different types of medications that I'm right. sure. Trump was not, like, thrilled about. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's also possible that this is actually the case. But you know, another thing that's actually the case is that his LDL cholesterol is way high. Yeah. It's, like, 40 points over what you want. And he's a walking heart attack waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. It escalated tremendously between, like, I think the, I saw, like, 2006, 2012, and then, yeah. like, 2017. And it was, like, whew. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know that that is none of the none of this is to say that this is what makes him bad and mm-hmm. also the dementia thing um because the doctor apparently applied the montreal test to him and he passed with flying colors which does not indicate that he's smart or knowledgeable or doesn't have add or some other um uh mental uh difficulty it just indicates that he's probably not demented. Yeah, um, I mean, just to be clear, it is it is a test to test for dementia and uh, potential to have Alzheimer's. Right. Um, he got a thirty on it, mm-hmm. which is a perfect score. Right. Uh, what he doesn't reference is the fact that uh, thirty is the only score you can get without it being an indicator of right. dementia or uh, or Alzheimer's. So um, he's claiming it to be like. Clearly, see, mentally, I'm totally fine. It's like, no, you just don't have dementia. Right. Um, And I think we need to embrace this. And I think we should treat the president, whether or not he has, like, congestive heart failure or uh, uh, hardened arteries or is a walking heart attack waiting to happen. I think we should treat him like he is normal in his health. Mm -hmm. Um, And whether or not he's overweight is not material. Whether or not he is demented he's not demented he's evil yeah <laughs> the, the, that's enough that's enough and yeah. i think in part we want him to be demented because then we don't have to work <laughs> you know mm-hmm. then then his brain slowly turns to goo and we go well we take a mulligan we don't have to learn anything here yeah <laughs> um uh but we do need to learn things and like this is our this is we this is the last podcast we'll record before uh, three days from now, when uh, we hit the one-year mark of his presidency, provided we don't all die before mm. then. You said three days, but you meant three weeks. What? No, three three days from now, his... Oh, okay. His January 20th. Oh, I thought you meant, like, we're going to record we're in three recording days. recording again in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we got things to do, guys. I'm sorry. You are our number one, but yeah. sometimes life does intervene. I'm going special investigation undercover in the White House. I'm... Um, going special investigation i don't want to be here for a while okay i mean mine's a bigger commitment to the podcast but by all means do whatever you need to do i hey sometimes you got to take care of you babe yeah that's fair um 
it, regardless, is the um, the point I'm uh, is like we're we're a year in, and I think as you know, relative progressives and certainly haters of Donald John Trump, uh, it's time to start pivoting from all that happened and all that we cannot control to all that we can do to start to try to limit the damage that he can do and mm -hmm. um, uh, figure out how to keep somebody like him from oh, ever wait. Yeah. becoming president again. Uh, you want to move on to our next thing? Yeah, sure. We got uh, just a bunch of crap. We don't yeah, know what, we, just a collection of, of a collection awful things of, from this week. Of terrible things, you know, our, our normal yeah. uh, grab bag potpourri of uh, bullshit. Um, so to, to kick it off, uh, the administration it plans to start allowing states to require work to receive Medicaid. Um, mm -hmm. And what that means is, so under the current system, if you do not make much money, Mm -hmm. You can receive Medicaid to help out with your health and your health care um, uh, because you're not going to be able to afford insurance. Um, and Medicaid is the, o the only metric they measure is how much money do you make. Mm -hmm. If you don't make it, you get Medicaid. Now, uh, uh, the, uh, Trump is saying that if states want to, they can say, are you able-bodied? If you're able-bodied, you have to be looking for work or at work in mm -hmm. order to receive Medicaid. Uh, that's terrible. It's just another yeah. way to punish the poor. Um, it's a bit vague on what's considered able-bodied. Yeah, it, and it's it's shaming. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's shaming people for being poor, for being in in, in tough straits, and um, it's gross. It's just gross behavior from a right. And Kentucky's already been on is already on board. Yeah. Um, they've started it. We'll see what happens. I'm sure uh, Kentucky, one of the wealthiest states in the union, mm -hmm. is gonna is gonna just continue to add to its wealth this way. Yep. Oh God. Um, Why are you a thing? Uh, we hit on the Stormy Daniels stuff a bit, uh, but uh, the Stormy Daniels stuff came out this week. Mm -hmm. uh, Wall Street Journal. <laughs> very conservative paper owned by the Murdochs yeah. ran it. Um, so uh, Even though Fox News didn't. Yeah. Uh, so there's multiple facets to this. Like, uh, basically, like, you know, again, like, no judgment on what Trump wants to do with his dingling, but um, he paid Stormy Daniels about $130,000 to not talk about the fact, which she was going to talk about with several reporters, all, all of whom have since gone on the record mm -hmm. with each other and their own uh, in, in news organizations. She was trying to get paid by those news organizations, and those news organizations were by and large like, we don't do that. That's bad. Yeah. Um, so instead, she uh, went to Trump and got him to pay her um, to not spill the beans. Um, another porn star uh, confirms that Stormy at one point, called her and was like, you want to come up to our hotel? We're having a good time. Yeah. And, and she was like, like, no, I'm good. No, Donald <laughs> Trump looks like ham salad. Yeah. I don't want to get fucked by ham salad. I'm a porn star. I can get fucked by, like, good-looking guys. Yeah. Stormy, I, if you're listening, and you are, um, just go fund me. 
Yeah. You know, like if you really feel like you need that money, um, first of all, like don't fuck over the whole country because because <laughs> you want some money. But second of all, like throw up that GoFundMe. I collectively, we would have all paid. We would have one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Absolutely, I, I would have been good for a ten spot right there. Yeah. Um, and there's again, there's a lot to the story. Um, apparently. She's not the only porn star. Donald Trump paid to not uh, paid for silence. The National Enquirer also paid another porn star for the exclusive rights to their story of mm-hmm. fucking Donald Trump. And then, because the National Enquirer is run by a personal friend of Donald Trump, spiked the story. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of spiking the story, Fox News had the story Stormy Daniels story, and it apparently confirm the Stormy Daniels story with Stormy Daniels. I can't believe the number of times I've had to say Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. Uh, confirmed the Stormy Daniels story with Stormy Daniels' um, uh, uh, agent mm-hmm. and then didn't go anywhere with it. Why? Uh, gosh, I couldn't begin to guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like a presidential candidate having sex with a porn star that he wasn't married to while he was married. Yeah. That feels like a news story. It feels like a news story, especially because one of the things that Donald Trump was um, sort of hinted about was Mm. the fact that there was sexual material out there about him that he could be blackmailed for. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yep. Well, anywho, so that's the Stormy Daniels story. Uh, Like we said, Hawaii almost uh, died. Yeah, we covered that at the at the start. It was yeah, the only <laughs> thing I'll say about it uh, that we didn't say is yeah. uh, a thank God Trump was golfing, but b thank God Kim Jong Un is like steady as she goes about this sort of thing. Yeah, because like, he must have had that moment of like, wait, get, did did we did we like did we launch? And then you have the I think you would have the thought naturally mm. uh, if you're him of like, oh, they're looking for a reason to invade. Hmm. At which point you might launch. Yes, I would think though that like, um, I mean, I don't know if he knows that things whether or not something's in the air or not. But um, I don't want to go too de- too deep down that hole. No, it's not. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting because uh, it takes twenty minutes for uh, a missile to get from North Korea to Hawaii. Five minutes to know that it's going there, um, and roughly an additional fifteen minutes for it to to hit. Um, but 38 minutes went by uh, before they found out. So there was, presumably, if you knew that information, you would know that, like, okay, I guess it's not coming here because it'd be here sure. by now. Um, but the the problem that they had was there was no template for oops. Right. So they had to realize what happened, um, write copy to say oops, send that to, I think, Homeland... <laughs> Right. Um, have Homeland approve it, then put it into the system, and then send it out. Yep. Um, so that was one of those things where, like, um, because there's a, um, you know, there's the group that's doing that in Hawaii, but each state kind of has their own version sure. uh, of that. Um, I imagine every other state's version of that was like, hey, do we, do we have that? Can we, can you... <laughs> Can you email us whatever copy you get, you yeah. guys wrote up? Because um, I could see where nobody really thought that that was a legitimate possibility. 
Um, and then it, and then it happened. Did you see the uh, images uh, when they went and interviewed people at Hawaiian Civil Defense, um, like just on the news, and yeah. they're walking through, and at least one person had a uh, post-it note that on his, on their uh, on their computer that said password, and then. Oh, and then had the password there, and it was filmed. Oh my god! Yeah, so. uh, yeah. It's not a. It's a bad scene. Um, and it was weird because I guess there was somebody from. I want to say it was like from CNN, but it may have been MSNBC, mm-hmm. um, who had been there the day before. Oh. You know, like they're like, what we're going to do is we're going to go to Hawaii. We're going to interview all these folks um, to figure out like what would happen if you know if a bliss, if, if this alarm went off. So they were in that room. The day before, yeah. going through the whole thing, um, and then they were just there in Hawaii the next day because their flight wasn't until yeah. you know later on that night or whatever. So like, okay, we're just gonna go to the beach. Uh-huh. So <laughs> apparently, like that reporter and the rest of his crew were like out in the water when all of a sudden they saw everybody freaking out and like uh, they came back and they're like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, there's a um, you know, we got this thing." Missile. Yeah, um, and they weren't as freaked out because the first thing that they found out was like. Before you even get that text message, mm-hmm. you'll hear sirens yeah. everywhere. And like, well, we're not hearing sirens, so what's up? And then they figured it all out. Anyway. Anyway. Th- like. Um, so moving on from Hawaii to the larger United States, will the government shut down? Yeah. Um, Want to take bets? <sighs> I'm going to say yes. Interesting, interesting. Um, I think um, I've been seeing a lot of frustration from the Republican side of being like, mm-hmm. we want to figure out this DACA thing. Just tell us what you'll uh, we'll yeah. sign. Because we're not want. even going to vote on it if you're not going to fucking sign it. <laughs> so sure. I could see where uh, I could see where he wa- I could see where Trump wants to do the gamble. I think he wants to shut the government down. I think he wants to use it to blame people. I think he feels like he can win the messaging war with the people that he needs to win the messaging war with. Now, some might argue that when you own the House, the Senate, and the executive branch, um, and you physically said, you know what this government could use is a good shutdown, that maybe you're going to get blamed for it. Yeah. But his base will not. His base will hear that, like, you shut down the whole government and did all these bad things just for a couple of goddamn immigrants who were here taking our jobs. And, you know, it is, it'll be what it'll be. That'll be what it'll be. Um, uh, yeah, I'll buy it. I mean, I don't really know. Um, I I don't have a good take on it. Yeah. Um, I think it is po- very possible that it will shut down. I never put anything past these fucking lunatics and like they're just their incompetence. I um, mean, Graham's already said he's not going to vote for a continuing resolution or whatever. Yeah. Um. So that brings you to fifty-fifty. Yeah. You just need one other person to go like, "Nah, fuck this shit." Yeah. Well, that just and that presumes they can get something past the house. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm if I had to if I had to bet, I would bet sixty forty that the government will stay open. Okay. That's my. That's my I'm gonna bet the opposite of that. All right. Cool. So, uh, cool. Uh, Neither right, of us should... is very confident in our bet. Yeah. Um, we should probably wrap it up real soon. Yeah, what else we got? What else we got? What happened this week? Oh, my gosh. Um, there was a shithole thing. 
but we kind of covered that. We covered that. It's awful. I don't know else. What else you want from us people? Like it's awful. If you don't think it's awful, go look in a mirror for a while. Yeah. Um. Anything else? That's basically it. Uh, so I guess that brings us to our actual opposite effect because we feel like uh, people at Haiti got pretty beat up in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in that ordeal. Um, that's so, not something you necessarily want to hear from the president of the United States. Is that your country? Is considered a shithole, and everybody should get out. Yeah. Um, Haiti uh, has a long and tormented history with the United States of America and is in the position it is in because of the United States of America in many ways. And uh, Well, the, the earthquake fucked their shit up. But the I earthquake <laughs> fucked their shit up, but the earthquake was capable of fucking their shit up to the extent that it was Agreed. due yeah. to... Years of neglect and uh, it, it, straightforward um, imperialist uh, overrun, um, and uh, we should be honest about that. I'm not any kind of um, historical scholar, so I can't help you uh, beyond the Twitter threads I've read about it. But mm. um, I, I think it behooves us all to at least investigate further why Haiti is as terrible is in a relatively terrible situation economically and why a country with such a rich culture and uh, diversity of uh, thought and and beauty is so um, uh, impoverished. And, Mm -hmm. and, And we should help it because it's not a shithole, but we should also recognize our role in um, making it, uh, in, in lessening it. Yes. Um, so what, what's, where, what are we... We are this week hoping that you will uh, join us in supporting Hope for Haiti. You can go to hopeforhaiti.com. Uh, check them out. They're a great organization. They uh, do work in Haiti. Yeah. Uh, charity work in Haiti, and they're uh, very highly regarded in that field. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. And we'll speak to you uh, in, uh, yeah, I guess it's three weeks uh, because we are both out of town uh, coming up. Yeah. So uh, good talking to you. Or good good talking with you today. You too, Dustin. All right. Goodbye. Bye.